welcome back to the Ride and Die Podcast. There's three dudes, three mechanics from three different industries. We enjoy talking about dicks. You just don't know. Yeah, we're all mechanically inclined. Tech stuff. Motorcycles, culture, dick jokes. We want to have a little bit of fun with it. But I don't think my penis is boring. How you doing? And just what's going on in motorcycles overall. All right, what's up, guys? We just got done recording with pinstriper Paul Strauss, also known as Von Strauss. Yep. Locally, very well-known pinstriper. Check him out online. He does not have a Facebook, Instagram. I don't even believe he has a website. But if you type his name in, you will find a ton of stuff about him. He's been doing it, what's he say in there, 45 years? 50. He's, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been doing it longer Forever. than all of us have been alive, yeah. literally, and I'm almost 40. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I thought he was going to do about 10 to 15 minutes, and we were going to have to get other people here because we're at the live at the cavalcade. But uh, he gave us a ton. Uh, yeah. Might be a little bit rough. There's a band playing live in the background, but I definitely recommend listening to it if you're into cars, bikes, art, anything involving pinstripe painting, just Old life. Yeah, life. Yeah, he's been doing this his entire life. Um, yeah. Yeah, hope you enjoy. Yep. Hope you can deal with the sound in the background. Yeah, and either way, but please fight through the background noise if it's rough because you're going to get a lot of gold out of him. All right. Peace. Here we go. <laughs> we on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we added after. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, my name is Paul Strauss. Um, I'm actually 65 years old, and I've been uh, pinstriping, hand pinstriping cars for 41 years. Uh, it's it's I've been so blessed uh, and motorcycles by the way I I've been so blessed I'm I'm basically a, 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 a motorhead that learned how to fling a brush you know I I'm self-taught uh, I, I learned to do it long before the internet and, yep. yeah you know but uh, you know it started out as a hobby and it, it totally uh, I, I, I mean, even this 41 years later, I still got to pinch myself and say that every morning I get up and my job is to go make vehicles look cool. Yeah. There's no useful yep. purpose whatsoever. Uh, I, I just, the older I get, the, the more I realize how lucky I am. And, and not only that, but the places it's got me into and the people that I've met, um, you know. Um, Tell everyone the name you pinstripe under, too. Okay, well, actually, if it's a car at a dealer or a regular car on the road <laughs> or a motorcycle, I will just sign it as Paul. I'd sign a P-A-U-L with three little drips of paint coming off the L. But the hot rod community, which I, I, I live for, I'm a hot rodder. Uh, I signed it Von Strauss, um, a, a tribute to Von Dutch, the old pinstriper from back in the 50s, who basically started this, this craze of... Uh, Going beyond the lines of a car and going around a door handle or, or around a headlight, and you know that all started back when guys were doing terrible body work. And this guy Von Strauss who, or Von Dutch, who was a, a, a sign painter and pinstriper, started hiding sand scratches. And I have to tell you, here we are at the Cavalcade of Cars, yep. and probably 15, 20 years ago, Andy Sackett, God rest his soul, ran this show. Yep. He nicknamed me Von Strauss, and and uh, in all honesty, I was a little—I didn't really like it at first. You know, I thought I was maybe losing my identity. You know, right? Or or claiming someone else. In yeah, a way but I as more time that. went on, I realized it went from I was maybe being 
you know, being miffed about it to being realized that was actually being compared to the guy who yep. started it all. You know, I will never be as good as him, him, but good as uh, Von Dutch. But uh, I mean, and so I, I'm again. I'm uh, you know, I'm a hot rodder. You know, I I've, I've been building cars since I was a kid. Um, I'm really into street rods. I'm really into traditional stuff. Like the um, car you have here? Like, I saw I, that. That's I got cool. a little 29 uh, Model A sedan here, and I mean, I had to, uh, I only used a couple of Phillips head screws on it because they didn't use them back then. It, it's total 50s flavor. It's got a 265 Chevy with a cast iron power glide. I didn't use any new parts whatsoever. Um, to, to me, to get in a hot rod, drive it down the road, and and, uh, and and make it go and stop on the stuff that they used in the 50s when these kids were building cars for, you know, uh, Deuce Roasters and stuff in their garage for 200 bucks. You know, for me to to, to be, a, uh, you know, build something like that and just, you know, it's it just, I mean, my adrenaline flows, yeah. you know. Yep. Um, I mean, I will look up, and, and motorcycles, I'll tell you one thing, I love old school bikes. I, I gotta tell you right now, I walk up to an old school bike, and uh, you know, I may aggravate some people, but I'll walk up to it, and if I see a fan belt on it, and I don't mean to offend anybody here, if it's got a fan belt driving it, I turn around and walk the other way. Yeah. I wanna see a chain. Yeah. I wanna see oil under it. And, and I don't need to see shiny paint either. I, I wanna see you know, Americana at its best, you know. Yeah. So um, I actually have a little uh, uh, 31 Roadster that um, I bought the thing, I hate to say this, but I bought it 50 years ago, <laughs> sight unseen for 20 bucks. I was at a car show, guy says, I got this little Roadster I'm selling, 20 bucks. I whipped out the money, I'll come and get it tonight. And I went to get it, and it was an old hot rod from the 50s, you know, all the bodywork done in lead. And, you know, doors welded closed. You had to hop into it like a bantam and stuff. And uh, it was it was rough. And, and probably about 15 years ago, now that my kids are, you know, getting more into the hot rod end of it, we put the thing back together. Total, 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 period correct 50s. And yep. and uh, so anyway, I don't mean to talk your uh, no. But that's, that's, what we, that's all we can do. You that's can't do anything else. So no. keep going. It's awesome. And, it's and cool it was hearing great. the stories we, of the cars did, I know you have. I had this roadster and it was rough. I used to put it on the front lawn at Halloween with yep. a scarecrow in it. I remember it being in your garage like when you pinstripe my parents' Jeep. There you go. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it was gruesome at, at its best, you know? Uh, and this was long before, I hate to use the term rat rods, but yeah. this was long oh, no. before this stuff It was, was cool. you and Jay and Anita were driving around these physically well put together, but original piece cars, and then a year or two later, the term rat rod started popping yeah. up and yeah, everything like that came we, around. We were ahead of our time. Yeah, definitely. I remember being around and going, let's just keep put together what he had. It's cool. And um, everybody calls it a rat rod, but it's, it's not. It's it's total period correct. It actually spent two winters ago. It spent at the Buffalo Pierce Arrow Transportation Museum. The guy that runs the museum approached me and says, I, I want an old hot rod to exhibit. I says, I got one. Yep. So I here got to display the thing in the Pierce Arrow Museum. I had free winter storage. I was in my glory, yeah. Yeah. you know. And uh, But um, I've also, so I built that car with my kids because all these magazines are coming to the house with what we call rat rods on the cover. And, and I said, Dad, we want to build one. I said, well, I don't want a rat rod. <laughs> But if you want to put this roadster together, 
you know, total period correct and nostalgic. I'll do this with you. And we did it. And the best part is that at the time, I actually had a nuclear meltdown in my brain for about 10 years, and I built myself an absolutely beautiful 37 Ford Cabriolet. It was in magazines. It was on a Snap-on tool calendar. There was one problem with it. It was too damn nice. Yeah, you're nervous about it. It wasn't me. Yeah. And and I would, I we'd go to a show and and I'd bring my 37 convertible and my my son Greg would park next to me with this 31 Roadster and it was like a magnet around the Roadster and nobody cared about this car that I had 35 grand in. Right. Know? Right. Because people were like, yep. I hated it the day it. I built it. Yeah. Because I think the day I finished it, I hated it. And I, <laughs> I, can agree I with that, since actually. then, man, I'm in the. Give me, give me an old steel car and give me, give me the roughest one you got. Give me something that can only be made better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I live for hot rods. I'm yeah. telling you. Hot rods, period, correct. Uh, and, I mean, the music and stuff is the icing on the cake. These young guys are getting into it. It's, it's just, it's just like, you know, and, and I'll tell you right now, a lot of young guys getting into pinstriping. And I'm so glad. I've, I've taken a couple of young guys uh, under my wing, like Ricky Majak and stuff. And I'm just, I'm so glad to know that. I want to go back a little ways. I knew I had that on my phone somewhere. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture of my roadster, yeah. Yep. You know, I, these young guys, I'm so glad that they're going to continue on. I, I hear these people say, well, pinstripe is dying. And I'm like, well, don't tell any of my customers about it. Yeah. <laughs> frankly, I cringe every time the phone rings, you know. But, uh. But there's some young guys really getting into it, and I'll tell you what, I had the I had the privilege of meeting Ed Roth one time, and and I I was like, man, I was like, you know, meeting a movie star, but he was so humble and so down to earth, and I had only been doing it maybe ten years at that point, and I you know went up to him and I said, you know you don't know me, but I I pinstripe cars, and the guy stood up and just looked at me and says, you know, you guys today are so awesome in the striping and the work that you do. He says, I couldn't even hold a candle to you guys now. And I'm like, here's Ed Roth, Mr. Ratfink, yeah. the legendary pinstriper, friend of Von Dutch's, yeah. telling me this stuff. And I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> but I also live in an area in Buffalo where, um, man, I'll tell you what, um, between the car dealers were striping every car in a lot, and, and me being in the hot rod community, um, at one time, I, I sat down and I counted, within a 50 mile radius of my house, there were 40, let me repeat that, 40 hand pinstripers. Yep. And a lot of them were part-timers, but there was probably about 10 or 15 full-timers. We were all so busy. I, 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 it boggled my mind and we were all so busy. We didn't have time to hate each other. We were just too busy. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't handle it all. That's and one thing I noticed coming into it like 20-ish years ago probably at this yeah. point in my life. When I we started, when I was coming around with not old, old cars, but I was trying for the no money that I had. I was doing what I could. I noticed like all these guys are they're doing the same job. Why are you cutting each other's throat? And you just didn't. It's just never been like that. I'll take one thing to my grave. And, and I've known you for a long yes. time. Yeah. I 
I have this thing where I, I'll go up to some other pinstriper that I don't know, or I'll stop at some guy's sign shop and go and introduce myself. And 99 times out of 100, I walk out of there and I'm friends with these guys. Yep. I actually yeah. round up a bunch of these guys and we started doing charity panel jams. Yeah. Um, I have guys working together now between, you know, at the Buffalo Motorama and the open wheel room that 20 years ago, these guys hated each other, wouldn't talk. Yeah. And now I'm like, dude, let's get all get on the same page and have some fun. We actually were in a lonely profession. You know? we're, we're not in a job where we're on the assembly line right, with the bitching to the guy to next to you. Yeah, you're sitting in a parking lot of a car dealership of yeah. a thousand Walking cars. Walking toolbox. Alone. Yeah. yeah, whether you're wagging in a toolbox. I, I know of the wagon. Like, I see it. So, yeah. I mean, and, and I brought all these... I'll take this to my grave. I brought all these guys together. There's a couple that don't play in our sandbox. God bless them. Always will be. Yeah. But I will take this to my grave. That I have taken the West New York pinstripers, brought them together... Somehow, and we all play nice. Yeah, well, you've and it's actually helped our, profi- that too. our yeah. profession. You've gone to central New York to a point, right? I mean, I mean, with everything I'm, going I on, I was going to panel jams. Yeah. I'm the one that brought them to Buffalo to yep. cavalcade of cars. Yes, you are. And I went to these stripers and buffaloes. Mm-hmm. I just some guy, uh, actually Dan Delaney, legendary side painter in West New York. He has a stripe and I don't let her, so we we were really good friends. Yeah. He, he says you got to go to this thing. It's like it's called a letterhead meet, and all these guys get together and they letter stuff and they pinstripe. I'm like, this is like, what? Yeah. What are why, you why talking are they hanging about? Out? Yeah. You know. <laughs> and I went to this, and I, I mean, I couldn't sleep for a week. I was like, wow, all these guys, you know, panel jam, and I met some striper there, and we tag teamed the truck right. together. That's we weird. Took a color. Yeah. yeah. I started one color. He come behind me. There's some other yeah. guys' trucks there. I don't remember. Ooh. That's right. cool. Well, this is so cool that we can all work together and uh, and, and get along. You know, swap lies yeah. and you know our lonely profession. We can get in each other's heads. Right. And, you know. But uh, you know the market has changed the past couple of years. I, I was blessed where I made my living off of new car dealers. Yeah. I remember seeing your book at one point. You showed me. You had your book. It's just as like. One nine six eight two seven eight four three two seven. And I'm like, what are those? Like, I don't know. Cars on a lot. I used to get up. I got to the yeah, point. Yep. <laughs> it worked. I got to the point where I get up in the morning and I was literally sick to my stomach trying to figure out how I was going to get all this work done that I had today. I had a route where I would go to different car dealers, new car dealers. That's where the money was, by the yep. way. As much as I love hot rods. Well, that's when you did most of my cars. You'd stop by Advance and do. Did my bike in the back of advance. If you want to tell them what you charged me, because I thought it was hilarious. Do you remember? Probably not much. A taillight bulb for your PT Cruiser because it went out? Oh, and I'm lifting up brisk iced tea. I must have a like to that song. <laughs> That's what you did to pinstripe my motors. Like, I'll never forget what you're like. Listen I'm like, to oh, me. what do I owe you? You're like, I need this taillight bulb, and I want that iced tea. And I'm like, okay, what do I owe you, though? And you're like, all right, have a good morning. Yeah, I, mean, I already out. know I'm going to die a poor man, so it didn't matter. <laughs> it was hilarious, though. But um, I, I was blessed to the point where once the new car dealers found me, that you I got to the point with car dealers, every day I had at least one or two car dealers to go to. I didn't call them. They didn't call me. You just show this, up on Tuesday. This Thursday morning, cool. I would show up. 
I would have a clipboard. These are the cars that need to be striped, sold cars. Yep. Then I'd go do some in the showroom. Then I'd go to the body shop and fix all of them that they wrecked. Yep. Not to mention other stripers are striped and end up at that body shop and yep. I had to fix them. That's what I made my living off of new car dealers, used car lots, and body shops. That's awesome. And the fact that I was a hot rodder was just the absolute icing on the cake. Yeah, that means if one of us buy a car and we know you're there, we're going to be like, well, I want that too. Yeah. Just because we know who you are. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I, I, I my, my hope is that I die with a brush in my hand, you know, because I don't feel as though I have a job where I punch a clock, even 41 years later. I mean, it is just so much fun, and the cool places I get into, and some yeah. of the crazy stories. I remember one time I was at, I was at a funeral home, striping a hearse. <laughs> okay, you ready for this one? <laughs> so I'm striping this hearse. And the garage door next to me goes up, and in pulls the, the stage wagon with the black windows. Yeah. Dude gets out of the car, he says, hey buddy, can you give me a hand? I'm like, what? He says, can you give me a hand? I had to help him move a sniff into the... Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying and everything. I'm just trying to stripe this car, man. <laughs> but you let me like... That's that's the crazy stuff that, that I encountered. I'm going to stripe the casket. <laughs> I, oh, okay, well, I'll yeah, tell you another no. thing. Go, because I think in, you... In my, yeah. in my career, being a hot rodder, I have striped... I don't know how many caskets, but I have striped nice. countless amounts of caskets and urns. Huh. I can um, believe it. I can completely believe that. It's, yeah. it's like... That's cool. I First of all, I'm not getting not buried, by the way. I'll give you this right now. I already got my little container already. Yeah? Do it yourself? It's all ready to go, okay. and everybody's got the instructions. I have <laughs> a Quaker Oats container that I painted flat black. I striped the living bejesus out of it. Yep. And I'm going in there. We're going to duct tape it close. We're going to tie it to a cinder block, yep. and I'm going into one of the uh, finger legs. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you don't get no like ashes blowing nope. back in your face, nope. and, you know, when... When I check out, we're gonna, we're, you know, hopefully it's, we're gonna have to just wait till summertime to have a party. Yeah. And everybody can bring their hot rods. Yep. You know? Yep. So, yeah, I've, I've been so lucky, so lucky. But, yeah. Uh, no, it's awesome. Like, it's good just hearing this stuff and just yeah. from the person, from someone who I know. Like when I started, you were a guy like, oh, he won't even talk to me. Oh and then no. We ended up hanging out. I don't know how many times. No, I, I, I'll tell you, you what, man. No. I, I I never got the attitude with people. I just I was so glad that people even asked me, even to this day. My I have one of my models. My customers become my friends. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you yep. about that. No, it's true because even I met you and then I was in Syracuse when they were doing Artie's party, and you just grabbed me and Jessica and brought us right back in where everyone was pinstriping to the point where like guys are asking me to stripe stuff. I'm like, no, I'm just here with him. <laughs> and then you may who'd you? You introduced me to someone. God only knows. Um, <laughs> the guy that used to paint on OCC that quit. Oddly enough. Mm. Um, oh, Nubs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm good friends with Nubs. You had him talking to me as if I was a, a tier above him. And I'm like, I don't do any of this stuff. But he, he was like, you introduced me. So I was like, oh. He was like, oh, hey, how are you today? And you're like, this is my friend. He's like, yep. And he was just, the way he reacted, like, everything he has done, I've done it better. And I'm like, I've never done it. Ever. Like, And I didn't say I did. He just... Because Paul introduced me, it put a different level on it, so it was really weird. Well, first of all, with a pinstripe and panel jam, and I, I go to a lot of them now. It's first of all, you better check your e your ego at the door, because if if, if you come in with a, a cocky attitude, everybody in there is going to chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. 
throw you in the corner and leave yeah. you there. Yeah. And, yep. and, and, and again, I say my profession has allowed me to meet some awesome people. Yep. Nubs. Yeah. Perfect example. Yeah. He's At that um, time, he was, at, this was years ago, so he was the top of the world. He was still on the show and like yeah. just raking money in to look at your car or bike. Yeah. Like, and just a super, super, super great guy. And, uh, I actually do, uh, I'm very good friends with the guy from the Buffalo Pierce Arrow Museum, Jim Sandoro, and the people that he has brought me in to meet, um, you know, I, I, again, I do work for the museum and I volunteer there, but, um, you know, I actually set, he has a, if you ever get to the Buffalo Pierce Arrow Transportation Museum, there's a whole separate section dedicated to the pinstripers from the Pierce Arrow Museum. That's cool. From Pierce Arrow yep. Factory. And I helped him round some stuff up for it, you know. Yeah. But uh, the people I've met through the museum, it's just, you know, uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously I'm tight with them. You know, come on in, Jay Leno's here. Come on in, you know, uh, you know, guys from Pickers are here. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, it's it's just been what a ride, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, not to mention I made a pretty damn good living out of it, you know. Yep. And, uh, made a life out of it. Literally, and I made a life. You literally out of it. made a life outside. A lifestyle, of, yes, you know. Yeah, outside of the work aspect of it, yeah. you made everything around it. When you started, were you doing like boats or signs? Oh, well, I'm going to tell you something. When I started out, again, I was nothing more than a motorhead. For as long as I can remember, if it had wheels, it was cool. So it all kind of started, you know. I I built a hot rod after seeing the movie American Graffiti, and uh, you know I started going to car shows and stuff. And I was just enthralled with pinstriping on cars. Like wow, like it's super was it kind of the why? Because it does nothing. It doesn't make it faster. Doesn't make anything other than look Absolutely no good. useful it's purpose whatsoever. It looks cool. <laughs> Although I do tell my people, my customers, it'll that make it adds, at least twenty horse, right? And well, I say ten. Okay. okay. And, you well, know, you're, and you're pretty good. And increases gas mileage. Yeah, you know? I mean, because your hey, lines are so if sharp. A tornado can make that. No, yeah. the lines on the pinstripes are so sharp it cuts it, right? Yeah, cuts exactly. through the air. Okay, that's what I thought too. So <laughs> I, I went this again. You got to remember, this is long before the internet. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I would go to car shows and I, I was just enthralled with pinstriping. And my buddies would ride me like a Schwinn because I'm taking pictures of pinstriping and they're taking pictures. Motors and blowers. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I didn't know what, what kind of brush do you use. I mean, I remember my first brush and paint was I went to the hobby shop and I bought a model car paint. You know, testers or whatever. Yep, the little square. A little square bottle. Yep. It smelled good. You yep. know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you want to close it in a tight room? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and a little model painting brush. And, I'm, and I screwed around for... I mean, I hate to say months. I said, man, I ain't never going to get this. And then uh, I finally, you know, I'm like, who are these stripers? How do yeah. you find these guys? They're How's like this stuff get on the car? Donnas, you know, you got to. Yeah. So, they're hermits, one or the other. Yeah. So I actually, I, I bought a new van. Uh, oh, God, I forget what. And I hired this girl to, that I would found out about at a dealer to come and stripe it. And she stiffed me twice. She did not show <laughs> up. So... You know, and that's really when I started dabbling in pinstriping. So then I, I, a friend of mine says, well, you know, they have a special brush for this and yep. special paint. <laughs> I'm like, really? So I went to a local art store. I bought, I, I still got this, by the way. My first can, my first can of one-shot paint yeah. and my first brush, I still have it. Wow, that's uh, awesome. Um, I don't throw nothing away, including my wife. We, I've known her since <laughs> she was five, you know. <laughs> 
but she's still yeah. married yeah. me. But anyway, she's a saint. But anyway, um, it's true actually. I've met she her is. Uh, he knows. <laughs> yes, this yeah. lady is she just. She goes okay, calmly. She's just always <laughs> very calm, very she's level-headed. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, you know, I I finally found the right brushes and the and the right paint. And man, I just screwed around and screwed around. If, if I could lay a brush to it, I did. I'm telling yeah. you, garbage cans, lawnmowers, you name you it. You still do that, though. I've been to your house. But back then, <laughs> yeah. you didn't panel, Jim. You didn't put a stripe right. on anything you other did than it a by car. by yourself in your garage, literally. Yeah. I still have a furnace in my garage that I've had forever, and it's got Stripe. my original, one of the first things I ever striped on. Yeah. I actually painted the furnace because I decked out my garage a couple of years ago, and I panel off that area. Just yeah, just left it alone? Yeah, that's, that's my cool. reality check there, you yep. know. Like, starts to look like were? that again, then yeah, I know I'm going to stripe it. Yeah, you might want to just do some advertising and call it a day. Yeah. And actually, you've done advertising. I've seen it in different magazines, right? The auto art magazines? Uh, I've, I've opened the cover. And I've seen never you advertised, but or I've got... been in, I'm sorry. Been in. I've been in a bunch yeah. of magazines, which blows me away. And For One Shot, though, that's the one I remember. I was the One Shot poster boy one For year. One, right, because it was a purple mercury purple behind Purple mercury, I did, yeah. yeah. On uh, the inside cover of magazine. It blew my I mind know. that I opened it and I go, why the hell is Paul on this magazine that I wouldn't even think would acknowledge? And I'm like, well... He's a little bigger than I think he is. That's true. Because I got to know you so well that you obviously humanized yourself to me after being on the... Cause it's the same thing you did with Ed Roth. I put you on the pedestal. Up, and then uh. you spoke to me and talked to me. We hung out. And now we're... And then I opened a magazine. And, and I go, blew your total image of me. I know. I was like, oh, this guy's just modeling in this bikini again. No. But yeah, you're just leaning on the car wearing clothes, being... Paw- and I'm like, it's, it's weird. Like. They had to try to get that picture where you're like, I'm just trying to work. Can I just do this and leave yeah. me alone? No, so I, I, cool. I'm going I'm to honestly tell you that I, I, somebody from One Shot approached me and, and asked me if I would do, uh, you know, a little, you know, documentary for them, you know, and we did the thing how, I mean, basically I put two kids through grammar school and private schools and college and, right. you know, and, and that I did it on this little can of this and this brush, you know. Um, yeah, I, in I, an area that gets six months of good weather, that's the other. It's the crazy best thing part. about Buffalo. Yeah, six months of good weather because you want to know something. Six months. Of it's building. a car mecca here. Yep. And motorcycle. It is. It is. Because we are. You know what? What do you, what do you got to do in the winter besides go in your garage, garage and build and cool and stuff? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, again, I mean, I, I hate to just sound like a broken record, but. The older I get, the more I realize how lucky I am. And even even now, it's like, my wife, by the way, will not go to a car show with me anymore. Yeah, I haven't seen her since. Other than it's tax years. season now, but yeah. well, she <laughs> is an accountant. She keeps me out of jail, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> if I, mean, I would be in jail. Yeah, because you'd have cash in your pocket. I'd be dead or in jail if it wasn't for her. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do cash on her table. <laughs> well, you never have, so why would you now? Yeah. Did it get in there good? Did that yeah. record? Okay, good. <laughs> but, um, you know, I... I uh, she will not go to a car show because, I mean, for, trust me when I tell you, my customers become my friends, and it's it's one of the best things about the job. And I'll walk from here to my car. You can go with me. No, no it'll take Stop us 45 minutes. Time. I don't have time to get to your car. And I try right. not to be rude to anybody. Right. You do. And I have you to do. tell you that I, I, I can remember a face... Except for guys like him. Well, yeah, you didn't know. You knew you know, him when he was like three. Last thing he was in diapers, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's the last <laughs> um, time you saw him. <laughs> I mean... You know, I, I, my customers become my friends, you know, because you know what? I don't blow anybody off. Nope. I treat everybody with respect. Yep. Um, and, and again, every day I get up, even at my age now, when I could retire, I am just so lucky 
to be doing what I do for a living. It's so much fun. Cool cars. Yeah, you get to touch everything that people say don't touch that, yeah. but you can paint on it. Yeah. It's that concept yeah. of like, don't look at it hard. Well, you, you need to be, you're the only one I would let strike this. That's, it, and it's funny the way that I know you. Um, you striped my parents' Jeep for my mom. Wow. Remember that? In your garage because we couldn't find a good time. So me and Jessica came over and you striped that. And then you did my bike in the back of my work because it was real sunny out. And then you did my next car at the next advanced auto parts because I had zero time. I had no time to do anything. And I was like, I'd like to do it. I don't know when. And you're like, well, I drive from here to here Tuesdays and you're right here. So as long as you're there at this time, make sure you yeah, watch it. Yeah, I remember. That worked yeah, out. Many times. That's the weird part. But that's kind of a cool thing about your job. You can do that. You in can the, be in the middle of working and hop over and do in, this. In the summer, I make a lot of house calls. Yeah, that's pretty much what I considered it. If, if you got a garage, I tell yep. people, you got to have a garage. Get me out of the sun. Mm -hmm. It's a nice day and calm. I will do it in the driveway. But you got to have a garage. And you like shade. Remember, we just pulled it around back on the no, way. I have when to it be out of the sun. Yep, that was it. It was great. And the other thing is, you have to leave me alone. Yeah. Which. Yeah, it's hard people for people don't to listen to like that. that one. <laughs> well, I as, went to a guy, as three guys that work yeah, in shops great. as yeah. mechanics, yeah. we've all done it. Holy crap! They're like, can yeah, I help you? Hundred dollars if you watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a guy's house one time, and I'll, I'll never forget this. He's got this show car, like seventy Camaro. And I tell him, I, I got to be in the shade. You got to leave me alone. Okay. I pull in the guy's yard. I'm under a shade tree, thank God. But he's got every piece of lawn furniture in the neighborhood <laughs> circle around this car, and I'm going to be the resident freak show. No. Oh, <laughs> stay that one I'll never later. forget. I did it. Yeah? I totally oh. tuned everybody out. Ugh. Um, that is, makes me, like, it, ten, it makes me tense up. Yeah. Yeah. But Thinking about I it. I tell people, you got to leave me alone. And I'm, I'm probably part of the problem. I, I get shooting a breeze with a customer, and next thing I know, the car's done, you know? Right. I mean, we did that, but that... I felt it was a little different because I wasn't like, well, why are you doing this? Why are you do that? I'm like, here it is, man. I don't know what to do. You, oh, I, you go. You know what you're doing, and I don't care. Once, once, one in a hundred, I get the customer from hell. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, they'll see something. It's half done. Well, is that? No, it's not. That's what's going to look yeah. like. Come and yeah. see it when it's done. Yeah, give me another hour. Go away. That's the go away time. Yeah. I had this car wholesaler one time. He would bring me these cars that I'm telling you right now, they'd have dents in them and scratches. And my job was, I had to hide his dents and his yeah. scratches. And I actually, next time you see me and you look in my striping box, I have a magic wand in there for yeah. people like that. Now, where's, where, what do you want me to fix? Yeah. <laughs> so I do it. But this one particular guy, and he, he was just a pain in my butt, you know. he. So long story short, I, I'll never forget this as long as I live. I striped this car, and this is the guy, I would come home after working 12 hours. And there'd be a car in my driveway with a note on it. Paul, I need to stripe. For the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, honestly, God. <laughs> yep, I can believe it. Yep. <laughs> and, and I just remember one particular one I did for him. So I do it. Okay, everything's cool. And, and by the way, this guy would never, oh, you're still going to do it for the same price you did it for 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yep, give me the $10. I this one time, man. I, it's a Sunday afternoon. My wife and I are sitting by the pool having a glass of wine on a Sunday. This dude comes pulling my driveway and says, Come here, I want to show you something. It's a little problem with the stripe. I go, Really? Yeah. So I go over there and I look, I go, Where? He's like, Here. He's like, here. No, first he goes, Well, it's here somewhere. Okay. So, <laughs> yep, yep. Really super noticeable. It. Yeah. A hair come out of my brush. Yeah. yeah. Um, I gotta, yep. You got to keep in mind, this guy sold cars out of his driveway. Yeah. Probably they were not price salvage, yeah. rolled over. 
with a hammer pounded the roof out and call it a day. So I says, okay, wait a minute. So I go in my garage and I come out with a sledgehammer. I go, show me one more time where it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's okay. <laughs> That's I, the, I did fix it for him, yeah. by the way. Right, but I remember when there was a tuner shop around the area and they came in to buy a roll of pinstripe tape. Like not not tape two pinstripe, but the two lines, and I go, Aren't you trying to get your car into like a SEMA type thing? He's like, Yeah. He goes, I need it to be perfect. I go, No, you don't. You need that hand pinstriped. Yeah. And you need flaws. He's like, But the paint's perfect. I go, I know. If you roll in there with pinstripe tape, they're gonna tell you to put it back in the trailer. Yeah. If sure. you roll in with a line that's offset from the other line and it's hand pinstriped, they're gonna say, Yep, right over there is your spot. I go, it's and I had to teach these the tuner kids like you can do it. Don't worry about perfection. Worry about true quality, which a hand pinstripe, a quality hand pinstripe, you're not going to see a little imperfection because I know that I've watched you do a line, do the other, and it wasn't perfect, and you just keep flowing and it goes away. Like, and I see the line, and then I turn around and walk somewhere and come back, and you didn't wipe it off, and it's gone visually. And well, it's cool to watch. Like, I'm going to tell you something right that. now. Um, and, and my shirt that I have on now is a perfect example. I did the artwork, and I told the guy, when you print this shirt, I don't want you to computer cut it in half, scan it, and make a silk screen. I want it the way I did it. Yep. And any imperfection? I want to see an imperfection. Yes. Now, I, I and everybody that's good strives for perfection. Yep. But I want to see, I want to see, I want to stare at something for a while, be it mine or be it somebody else's. I want to see an imperfection. Yeah, where the brush came up see, a little high real. and went back down, it just... And you leave it alone. You, leave you it didn't alone. fix I it. I want to see that it was yeah. done by hand. Yep, that's what I like about it too. In this age of cookie stuff. cutter cars, right. you can three D print. The final frontier. Yeah, yeah. It's um, the last. And rail. I stripe yeah. a lot of new cars all day long. And I, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't care if it's a Mercedes Benz or a Kia. Show me where the body line goes. Yeah. Uh, they, yep. they all they're all the same to me. Yep, they are. They're all uh, the same uh, egg shape, kind of. Uh, and and I'm not. Trying to degrade a Mercedes, but I want to, I want to see a little bitty tiny bit of hand imperfection. I mean, the Mona Lisa's eyes are not the same right. size. Right. The two eyes are not the same size. Yep. No, that's the thing that I think we all like building custom cars and bikes. If something, the exhaust on my bike, we just took pieces, hacked it up, and welded it together. Bingo. He does good welds. They're fully visible. No grinder. Because I'm like, dude, these welds turned out good. He's nitpicking them. Yeah. There's like a little spot. He's like, oh, if that I was on the see back. That. Right. Right. Uh, well, my, even my BSA that you picked that you like, it's got a ton of imperfections. This thing was built in the 70s. I kind of rattle canned it and put it back together the way that that guy had it when I was five. You went right for it. And there were much better built bikes that were like kind of newer parts kind of put together. But mine was like, yeah, it's got some issues. Yeah. Because that's how Breeze did and it's, it. And it, you, you walk by something, your bike's probably one of the best examples. It has an aura about it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's someone else's it's, too that I even can feel. It's weird. Yeah, it 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 you know a, a history, yep. a, a survivor, but but an aura. Uh, you know, it's it's one of one in the world. Yep. You know, and uh, yeah, it's you know, yeah, it's a it's a dying thing at the same time that it's fading. It's getting a tighter group though at the same time. The the artwork end of it is is maybe growing with the internet. Yes. Um, you know, and, and I'm not in, I'm not even on Facebook to be honest with you. I don't have time for my real friends, let alone you know yeah. being online. You know, um, but 
a lot of these guys, especially young ones, are selling their artwork online. God bless them, man. Yep. You know, God bless them. I am so glad to see whatever it takes to keep the profession going. I think the days of straight line striping on the side of a car at a, a new car, that's yep. over. Is it? Uh, because I there's a couple a things. Yeah, he works at a, the Toyota. Yeah, Terry, yeah, Terry does a lot. Yeah. I know. I see Terry's, a lot less. Terry's yeah. probably the guy. All right, we're going we're gonna, gonna to go on Terry while you mention him. Terry Buzak is the guy. When I was dabbling in pinstriping, I used to repair vending machines for a living. So I walked into this car dealer one time to re repair a broken cigarette machine. <laughs> That's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I see this guy walking in with a paint kit. Well, I knew, I know who he was, because I didn't know any other strikers. But I knew what he was. And I knew striping was big in the area. I just never had the fortune to meet one of these Run into guys. somebody, yeah. I literally ran into him in the doorway to the dealership. And again, me being bashful, I walked up to him, hey, I'm Paul Strauss, and I, I dabble in pinstriping a little bit. He goes, oh, yeah? He says, you want some work? <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, you want some work? I go, well, yeah, I guess. So I give him my phone number. The next day, my phone started blowing up. <laughs> he just started at, handing it out? At that time, he would not go to a dealer unless they had five cars, Yeah. and he wouldn't do a body shop because they slowed him down. Really? I was tickled pink at that time to go to a body shop and stripe a fender for 20 bucks, or to go to a dealer and stripe a car for 25 or 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and two of my best accounts that got me rolling back then were dealers that he didn't want to deal with. And I got in good with the sales managers, you know, through Terry, they'd yeah. call me. I, I was, this is back when Datsuns were big. This is before <laughs> they were Nissans. Yep. Every single one got striped. You paid above sticker for them, yep. and if you didn't want the pinstripe on it, too bad. Too bad. You know the dealer would yep. pay me, and then they'd boost up the the, the cost of the stripe. Yep. Dealers never let us guys in because they liked us. Right. They you just quadrupled yeah. what we were making. You're a profit. Charging. Point. Yep. You charge twenty five. That's a hundred dollar pinstripe car. Right. Yeah. And I was okay with that. Yep. But and, and we were just. But Terry's the guy. You know that. That shot in the dark were, uh, you know, I mean. He's so unassuming, too. When you see the oh. hot rod guys and this and that, like. Terry is a machine. Yeah. I, I, again, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, Terry is probably one of the most quality pinstripers in the country. Yeah. And I'll say that. Because I'm a guy that looks at stuff and can psychoanalyze it. Yeah. The guy is a machine, he's humble. Super talented, nice guy. Yep. He'll, he'll be at Buffalo Motorama with us. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's that. You know, but but the dealers now. Let me. It's a now world, by the way. Yeah. Now you walk in to get your oil changed, and they're attacking you in the waiting room. Yep. Is it a time to get out of the lease yep. or move up? Yep. Yeah. So it's a now world. Oh, have a cup of coffee. We'll get your new car ready. You know? Right, and it's never your car. I think that's another thing with leasing and with the disposable mentality. Like me, right. him, him. When we get a vehicle, we're like, well, you don't throw it's not, I need seven years out of this minimum. One, financially, and two, a little bit emotionally. Him with his Toyota, if he rolled that, he wouldn't be here tonight. He'd be pacing around the garage staring at it, swearing. And it, technically, it's just a Tacoma. But. We're weird dudes. We get attached to things awkward. Oh, yeah. And we'll say that I don't care about that piece of crap. 
But okay, you're talking to a guy. I still had my first car from when I was a kid. Yeah. You talk about yep. you know my '61 yep. Chevy. You yeah. talk about tash. blue one sitting right in the garage. I, yeah. I can picture it now. And, and it's a fluke, but I'm not going to even get into that because it'll take another segment. But uh, <laughs> um, so, anyways, dealers um, do not sell it like they used to, and this has really only happened about the past five years because okay. it's a now world. And that's where I think that disposable car concept. But, but, but it was also the express you. delivery. We don't have time. Right, right. But right, here's right. here's what's happened, and I I, I I blows my mind on this. Dealers, instead of holding up delivery on a car, here's his number. Just call them. Yeah. Really? They just go straight to the source, huh? Straight to the source. Kind of nice. You're making the pure profit on well, it. Well, here's the point. freaky part of that. They're used to getting screwed, know, screwed by swear. the dealer. We're, we're explicit, you know? so say what you want. Yeah. And, and, and But I go in. I can't. So now they finally meet me. I'm the guy that's probably striped three, four cars for right, for the years, past twenty years. But yeah. they don't know who I am, yep. you know. So I striped their car. Well, I can't charge them wholesale like the. Yep. Yeah. I can't charge say, the dealer. Can't say hundred bucks. But but I can't break them over to Coles like the dealer did. So I get yep. that new middle down the road. Yeah. Yep. And 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 they're like, oh, that's all. Right. And you're like. Wow, I just tripled my profit <laughs> on this one. But you know what? But I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. And and it's the you way know, the world is. Too. The, the, they're happy. And, 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 and they're my, happy. My whole business, and here I am trying to cut back, has almost gotten to the point where now they're referring their friends to right. me. Right. Right. Which is even just better. Just like it happened back in the yeah. beginning. You've mm-hmm. trained your customer. That's yep. what we used to call it in, like, you know, I did retail and everything. You trained your customer that you go to this guy, you go here, you don't even talk at the dealership. You say, give me my car now. And over the next week or two, I take care of it and do it myself. I built my business all these years, literally, on word of mouth. Yeah. I don't advertise. If you see me, my business card in, like, Hardtails Magazine yep. or something, yeah. it's because I like the guy that runs the magazine, and, and, and I patronized do. him. Yeah. I don't... I don't I don't want to advertise. Right. You don't need that business. You're not digging or begging or looking, even. So, yep. but but I advertise yeah. with him, you You're, know, because I like him. But to me, what you've come, you'd kind of put your stamp on that to say, this is good. That's what I see when I see, I don't see it as an advertisement for you. To me, I see that as you're going, hey, check this out. It's cool. It, it's I'm in with it. You're kind of, that's what I. Yeah, you're almost like approving the magazine. Right, that's what I see it as. Oh, you yeah. know, it's got your phone number and it says what you do. Yeah. I don't see it as that. I go, oh, cool, there's Paul. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't process it that way. And I think a lot of people in this area do to you. Like, because they know, if I get it, if I need to get a hold of him, I'm not even going to call you. I'm going to wait and see you somewhere. Well, That's how I feel, like myself. If I need something from Paul, I wait. Like, I didn't call you for this. I knew you were here. You were walking by. I was like, hey, I'd like to talk to you here because, well, yeah, and, it's cool. And I'm going to step back what you just said. You see my card, and yeah. we're going to use hardtails as an yeah. a, a example. I, I'm old school, all right? I have the same business card that I've used for over 40 years. You I have know, a 15-year-old version of it. It's beat up from being in my wallet at home. I, took I actually it out got cool. a collection of them where people come to me and say, yeah, like, hey, I and it's like wrinkled. <laughs> You're like, did you wash this 90 times? There's barely anything left. That's cool, though. But it, it here's, here's a basic lesson on advertising. Don't change your logo. Yeah. Coca-Cola learned it the hard way. I have the same logo, and my car just says custom Pinstripe. Custom small pinstripe big. Yep. <laughs> my phone number. I can picture your card in my head. I can picture the car on it. I can fi- picture pinstriping starts with a big P and goes down. Custom 
and by Paul are small on it's, each side. Like I can, I could draw your business card. <laughs> I don't even have one on me. And actually, like, I get a lot of my stuff at Hyatt's Art Supply, and they they were doing a class on. Uh, I remember that I was there one time getting some paint, and the, the guy there says, I'll, "I'll tell you something." He took me out in the lobby because my card was on the yeah wall. on the wall, yep. and there was. I can picture your card on the wall of Hyatt's. The thi- yeah, this I can. But you can look at that <laughs> wall, and my card pops at you. Yep, white. And he and says he used my card as an example for like yeah. advertising. Look at that. It's not. He goes, and I told my class. Look at that. Yep. What does this guy do? He pinstripes. Yeah. He doesn't airbrush, do boats, motorcycles, right? Doesn't baby buggies, yeah. caskets. He just pinstripes. Yeah. And so I'm never going to change my card. Right. I mean, I, I've been places where people is oh you got you got your card I go yeah and honest to God I don't have it out of my wallet and I still got my thumb well, over I it. got that I know you yeah yeah yep. I've also had people <laughs> I laugh at this they'll call me you know I got your number and you know after the fourth person told me about you I feared you were safe <laughs> <laughs> see and then yeah even getting on that and back to uh, the word of mouth advertising. I mean, I, me personally, I would rather be referred to by somebody else because then, like Adam for say, like he'll mention someplace, hey, you know, like, you know, this guy's really good at pinstriping. And like, I would rather do that than say, search and try and find a pinstriper because then yeah, I at least yeah. know. And he's got my recommended it. Like, dude, that's the guy to go to if you want that. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. And, it, and that goes for everything. Everything. I mean, even just, you know, buying parts off of some, for something. You know, I would rather hear about a smaller shop from somebody else saying, "Hey, you know, they're really good. You know, they they're super into this area, of whatever." You know, so it's a good icebreaker too. Person, like, oh, yeah, so and so sent me. Yeah. yeah. I have been. I field phone calls all the time. Hey, I, I smashed my fender. Who can I take it to? Or I need something lettered. Yeah. I don't do lettering. Yeah. And I will. I will. I will hook you up with someone. Yeah. Get out. And I have had people call me back and tell me it was Thank great. You. Yeah. Yep. So, anyway, cool. I didn't. I didn't mean to ramble. No, but that's what uh, I want. That's honestly, we. You probably got about thirty more hours of stuff that I want out of your head, but I don't <laughs> want to keep you because people are probably thinking you went home already. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Thank you very much, though. Oh. It was great hearing all the stories, hearing everything that I half knew about. And, and someday, I actually wrote a book, by the way, and I'll end it with this. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 short. It's, it's longhand and ink in a notebook, and it's called "A Day in a Life." Yeah. It's it's I, I've been writing this book for probably about ten years now. Yeah. And every time I think it's done, I got another chapter. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not about how to hold a brush, right. Or what paint to use. It's all the crazy things that I've encountered, like the funeral home. Yeah. You know, the yeah. time I was at a. Well, you can't make up the stories though, because it's too weird. Like, why is the pinstriper moving the body? You can't, like, that sounds like a terrible TV show plot. Of like, well, of course you moved it because you wrote that. No, of course you moved it because the guy went, you, I don't know what you're doing, but you're here and touch this. And you're like, all right, I guess so. I, w- I will end this by, and this just came to mind, again, as long as I've been doing this, I just three weeks ago had the biggest, most bizarre, craziest job of my career. I was hired through one of my... Body shops, Russo Auto Body, to pinstripe a 
100-year-old gondolin was shipped here from Italy. Really? And it's in the main lobby at one Seneca Tower. Yeah. They did the restoration to it. Yeah. But I had to go in and hand paint all the the, the hand scrolling back on it. Yep. I spent a week on it. That was very well paid, yeah. you know, by the, the yep. gentleman that owns one Seneca Tower, who's the coolest dude in the world, by the way. Yeah. But it was the most bizarre, <laughs> fun job I've ever done in my entire life. So, but other than that, and, and I'm gonna one more thing. I've been doing this again over 40 years. Yep. You're gonna find this hard to believe. Out of all them years, I've been screwed out of under probably four or five hundred hours. Yeah. Just as people, it, yeah. There's nothing to. Well, what I'm still doing is Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm COD. Yep. Especially the littler the body shop, the better. Yeah. Um, I once sued a dealer for 75 bucks yeah. and because of the way he treated me. I yeah. said if he had to pay me, he's got to pay everybody else. I sued him. Yeah. yeah. I got my money. Um, one of the jobs that screwed me, I'm going to tell you, I went back to the guy's house. And Found a car and I took the stripes off the one fender. <laughs> just one though. Just to, oh, to remind you gotta leave the rest. He never called yeah. me back. I was oh. like, oh. it was worth it. But if, if he's real dumb, probably never noticed. Yeah, right. People are really blind to stuff like that. No, sometimes. he he really. noticed. So anyway. He never called you back, so obviously he noticed. <laughs> so I'm just I'm I guess I'm the great American success story. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I hated awesome. school. I did get kicked out of art class in school, but that's perfect. So anyway, but that's in my book. It's yeah, like all the good artists do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the actual artists, because you're not. Like, I, I couldn't color in the lines. I was gonna say they want yeah. you to stay in the lines. You're like, I don't care about those. Lines. Art is subjective, and it's weird when they get people get in trouble for not doing it. The right, way you didn't follow the pattern. Safe. You're like, yeah. but it's art. Can my I wife, make my pattern? My wife enrolled me in. I always said to her, I might look oil paint. So she enrolled me in this adult education oil painting class. How long did you make it? I, I, I did last a semester. Did you? But the first day there, I walked in and I realized everybody in there has been here over and over and over again. Right. I've never oil painted in my yeah. life. So I figured the first day of class, they're going to tell you what to get, what yeah. to go buy. No, everybody's, I walk in, they're already painting. I'm like, oh. I realized that I'm in a cult here. Yeah. So luckily I sat next to a guy who was nice, you know. Oh, here, you can use this, you can do this. And the teacher cops an attitude with me. <laughs> yeah, I make a living paint. So where's your stuff? I I didn't know I was supposed to get it. So here's the best part. The guy says to me, "You ever had a brush in your hand in your life?" Oh. <laughs> You're like, I, I said, "Well, as a matter of fact, see this cramp? <laughs> see that little fingerprint here? Yeah, you know? there's a reason. Striping cars." So, my, you know, he just had this cocky attitude with me. I said, well, actually, I'm probably the only one in this class. I actually make a living painting. You what? Oh, yeah. Yep. And the people are like, what do you do? You do what? I said, I'll bring my album in next week. Yeah. That's before we had cell phones. Yep. Were, yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah, but it had to be thick, I mean. It was, it was like a three-ring notebook. Yeah. It was like, you know. Well, I had, first of all, I ended up striping pretty much half the class I did their cards. Because they're art enthusiasts. They want to know what it's about. Yeah. And, and the teacher... Um, I don't forget. First, I had I had to do a wine bottle and grapes. Come on, it's okay, like mandatory. Sure. Yeah. 
but years before I had made my own wine. Yeah. But I made my own label, and yeah. I had my '61 Chevy on. Okay. You know. So you got to oil paint that on there to me. Well, no. I you're talking about coloring outside the lines. So I painted this beautiful wine bottle to scale. I brought in one of my labels, and I put it on. <laughs> the teacher had a nuclear meltdown. Really? Because <laughs> you stickered a regular. You can't do that. It's, it's art. Why can't you? Yeah. <laughs> I am going to just end this by saying that guy actually became my friend, and and I didn't go into this, but I make a lot of art out of recycled car yes, parts, do. and yep. I've done a lot of shows. Yep. I've, I've, I've got curated one shows. Yeah. I, oh, nice. This guy comes to every one of my openings now. Yeah. And yep. you know, that's weird that you now say. we're friends. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you say the thing about art? I have two pieces of yours minimum that I can guarantee. I know one is next to my TV on the. Entertainment stand, it's the bowling pin you made when I drove my car in Dave's wedding. Remember that? You made it for like the, just because I drove my Plymouth because it was green and you wanted it. Um, so there's a bowling pin that you did. And then I have the award that you gave me here. Big piston, the huge one that's like 50 pounds. That's on a table of its own in the living room also. Because luckily my wife looks at that stuff and goes, well, you can't put it somewhere weird. That doesn't belong in a garage. So, but yeah, thank you very I, I much make for so much this. stuff. Yeah, that I forget do. about. Yep. You know how weird oh, yeah. it is to go through a car show and you see cars and stuff, or and cars like, on the really road <laughs> that you did. You yeah. Like, I don't even remember that. Or you go, man, that's really cool. They're like, yeah, I hope you like it. You did it. You're like, neat. <laughs> and you're just gonna walk away at that point. I think. Yeah. I, I go into shops and stuff, and I'll see some of my art hanging on the wall. They probably bought it at a charity auction right. somewhere. And it's it's kind of weird feeling. Right. You know? I had the one that, uh, just because I've told you this and we've talked about it before, my dad's uh, Harley was pinstriped in 83 by Corky. Oh, yeah, the legend. And, right. But then Dave at Broken Sprocket had a Honda Goldwing with that center panel tank, and Corky had done that crazy thing. And he's like, I'm just going to scrap this bike. I oh, go, no. I go, take that off. He's like, why? Well, I go, hang it up on the wall. And then he said, you saw it. And you were like, what is it? And he's like, it's a pinstripe by Corky? And you're like, really? And he, he texted me, he's like, Paul was kind of amazed by that. I'm like, yeah, I told you. I go, the guy passed away years ago. He was really good. I go, I'm proud to have my dad's bike with the signature on it still. I'm, not, I'm just going to buff the paint. Right. That's a permanent thing. And I made him take a garbage gold wing, take that piece off, and you can hang it on the wall because of what you taught me. Like, that's, that came from you. Well, Corky's the guy that started it all around here. He's the guy that made everybody that's out there now good because he, he started he in the 50s. His signature on that 83 is his name with a pinstriping brush, paint dripping off, and then the paint turns into the 83 and it would fit on my pinky nail. Yeah. Guaranteed. And Half it's your nail. Perfectly legible. Like yeah. you can tell what everything is from 1983 on a bike with 90,000 miles on it. You know. Man, I hate to do this, just, but Corky was, again, I knew who he was, only because I would, in passing, see him at a car show, but I would never go up to him, you know, he was the guy, yeah. you know, but as, as time went on, actually, once he found out I was a striper, he ignored yeah. me. Yeah? yeah? Oh, because it's the old, but, your enemy's as concept. time went on, we became good friends. Yeah. And Actually, he was in he, the, the school. He got buried with one of my pinstripe belt pops. Really? That's awesome. But right. I actually still a lot of have a lot of his customers today. But long before there was panel jamming and stuff, I always well the, if I went into a body shop to repair a crashed hood, we'll say. Yeah. You didn't take a picture of it. 
Right. The body shop guy took an air chisel and cut this out of the hood and said, here, go paint this on that new hood over there. Yeah. So you, would you keep those so I kept chunks? them. Oh, that's nice. awesome. And I have a whole array of them so that's like in my garage. Original awesome. panel stuff. Origi before that, panels were panels. Before panels were panels. Yeah. And I have one of Corky. Well, that's where the name comes from. You just got a body panel. Technically, it's a piece panel of hood. It's a panel. Yeah. That's cool. But um, and later in life, when I was already doing stuff like here. Yeah. I, I went to Cork. I said, just, just come. Just look, come and see these look guys. At what see what's made. happening yeah. now. And he would he would never come. Yeah. But I actually have a piece of a wrinkled up piece of hood with his striping yeah. and his name. And actually Dan Delaney gave me one of his brushes. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, this, this is the guy, that, again, I didn't know him and he didn't teach me anything. Yeah. But he was the guy that set the bar. Right. Right. You know. The, the, you had to be good around Buffalo, or, or, or you got well, to shoot up and spit out. Forty people in a fifty-mile radius. That's a any other profession. If there are forty auto shops in a fifty-mile radius, you're cutting each other's throat left and right every day. And then you, you go. You, my friends would come like Luke from Florida. Yeah. And even Brian from Rochester. Yep. You, so you know, you pull up next to a car to signal. You look around. Everything's striped. Yeah. Yep. And um. I think Brian put it the best. He goes, pinstriping to Buffalo is what guitars are to Nashville. Yeah. yeah. We were yep. we were in a, a but, but you we would again. go to Syracuse or Binghamton and they didn't do it. Yeah, they didn't know what you're talking about. Like, why would you draw in my car? Yeah. Are you dumb? But yeah. Yep. So anyway. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That was Thank awesome. you. That was awesome. That was really awesome.